This is the My Brain on Sports podcast with Nikki Powers and Dustin Halupa. What's up, everybody? This is the My Brain on Sports podcast, and uh, we figured since, you know, hey, it's December, uh, my boy here, Dustin Halupa, my co-host, myself, Nick Flynn, and then we got Zach Vaughn in the house, uh, I figured, you know, hey, What's something nobody else has done, which is, I guess, start a podcast. Oh, wait, let's do that. Well, I'm in the middle of a wrecked car and uh, getting laid off and getting another job. And uh, Dustin's on the road all the time. And uh, Matt Perez has a uh, brand new baby. It's the holidays. And Ron Miller Norris, of course, is at a uh, casino right now, who's our another is another host of ours. So going to be a great uh, this was a great idea starting off like this. This is just a soaring eagle of a podcast that I can't wait to kick off. We don't have socials yet. We don't have art yet, but I've talked too much. So here is Zach and Halupa. What's up, guys? Not much, man. I'm just I'm just glad to finally get this going because we have been procrastinating like no other. But uh, I'm just glad that, you know, midway th- through the football season and all this that we decided to get it going and not before, but, uh, you know, happy to be here drinking some beers and getting this first episode cracking. Absolutely. Always a good time. Uh, I think we did some testing the other night a few weeks ago just to see how it's going to work out. And so far, so good. I hope. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, this is our that we're 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 doing it live. We're doing it hot. We're doing it without any uh, practice, really. So it's going to be a growing process. Like I said, we don't really have our socials yet or our artwork or anything like that. But really, just the biggest challenge is getting people in the fucking room right now and being available. So uh, the best available, uh, the best ability is availability. Isn't that the big sports cliche, right? That's what coach always said. Yeah, that's what they always say. So uh, this is, we're going to, so to give you an idea how the show is going to work, we're going to do basically it's, we're going to shoot for once a week, um, but it's kind of crazy right now with everyone's schedules. So it might be every two weeks. We don't know, but ideally every week uh, it's going to be, two hours roughly the uh, one hour is going to be kind of more stuff that we care about as hosts just so you kind of get to know us what makes us tick things like that you really get to know us on like an emotional level you can watch games laugh at our pain or celebrate our success whatever the hell you want to do and then we're going to do more national media you know news and and topics whose phone was that is that me oh. and it was you and it was, and me. It was you my phone i was and you know oh, just today i was like Who's going to be the jackass that leaves their phone on? I literally just put my yeah, phone on I was do sitting not here disturb, like, and you just gave I, the dad stare. I Because I, I, it, it came, it was on my left side, so I thought, with you sitting to my left, I thought, I could have sworn, that's my bad. I just left the theater, too, so I should have had it on silent. Yeah, so. uh, Apple phones don't make that noise. Either. Oh, okay, that's yeah, true. So. That's true. Yeah. It's like Samsung blaming a I fart on somebody else in <laughs> Who did century. it? Who did it? So I, that's so funny because I was literally sitting here thinking, like, who's going to be the one? Who's going to be the first one to have their phone go off in the middle of this? And it was me. I'm actually really proud of that. No, congratulations. So, man. anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it to Zach first. Okay, so introduce yourself, man. A little bit about you, your favorite sports teams. You know, favorite moments, things like that. I'll kind of pick your brain as we go. Oh yeah, well, um, I am about as Homer as you could possibly be. Um, IU fan, born and raised, uh, Colts fan because, hey, they moved here. It's the only thing I know. Um, if it's not local, like the Pacers or, you know, I even get down on soccer like some Indy 11, 
stuff like that, but I'm usually don't going to your, Chicago. I don't mean to interrupt you, but don't sell yourself short on the soccer because that's like we're going to lean on you heavy on that. <laughs> heavy. Because yeah. you, you, you're selling yourself short. You know your shit in soccer, and I don't. Yeah, I try. You know, I, I pay attention a little bit as much as I can. But, uh, yeah, um, I'm also a Chicago fan when it doesn't come to uh, Indiana stuff, you know, Indiana-centric stuff. So you got, you know, I'm a huge Blackhawks fan. I was born and raised a Cubs fan because, um, you know, Kokomo's pretty big hotbed of Cubs fandom around here. So it kind of comes with the territory. And no baseball team, naturally. Yeah, so. yeah exactly. Great I mean, Triple A club, though. No one's actually an Indians fan. Like, let's be real, because nobody likes the Pirates. So It's true. <laughs> but, man, we've had some great prospects play here. You know, I've seen McCutcheon play here and uh, uh, Garrett Cole and a couple of people like that. You know, and not to mention a beautiful stadium. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's great. But, you know, it's... Right, exactly. Know. Well, yeah. the Pirates just help. You know, they're another farm system that, that, for that might be rich another, teams. That might be another part of my fandom. I'm a very, I'm a very petty fan. You know, um, indeed you if, are. Yes, yes. If if you're not my team, then you can go to hell. And if you're a rival, then we really have problems. So yes, yeah. you are. You are the most petty out of the three of us for sure that are here today. And uh, I'm, I appreciate and I'm pretty it. petty. Yeah. So. so. Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, like I said, the floor is yours. So for a little while here, so Colts fan, right? So what's like? Absolutely, go Colts. Go Colts. So what? What would you say would be like your fondest memory as being a Colts fan? Like, what's oh, that one man. thing that's like? Yep. You know, my fondest memory, ironically, and I just saw somebody post uh, the highlights of this game, except for one major highlight, and I'll get to that in a second. But my fondest memory as a Colts fan is actually going to. Uh, a game in 99 it was i think it was dan marino's last game in indy and i i grew up a dan marino fan i have my my mom will still put up a dan marino little ornament on her tree because i picked that thing out when i was four years old because i mean he was the he he wowed you when he played man. he was, was peyton fun. manning before peyton exactly manning. Yeah. and yeah. We, i mean you know at that time peyton manning was just you know young Probably in Tennessee at that point, right? Ninety nine, because it was still Jim Harbaugh's show, wasn't it? No, was no, it? no, no, he was, no, he was, okay. was drafted in ninety eight. Absolutely, Man, I, I just saw the old. video. We're getting old, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And trust, I, I was there at this game, and uh, I mean, it was just a back and forth game. The Colts had the lead most of uh, this game, and what they didn't show in this video was um, Marino got away with a uh, fumble that they ruled an incomplete pass, gets the fourth down conversion, a long fourth down conversion from what I remember, and then goes on, they get the touchdown uh, after the Colts had given up a safety intentionally just to burn clock mm. and had Manning run out of the end zone. Yeah, you hate to see it because at that point, I believe if if the math, I could be wrong on the math, but if I remember the math, at that point, they could have blocked an extra point or something to at least have a chance. Yeah, I think it brought them down to like four from six. Wild, just wild stuff. It's it's always and it's always funny when you look back at games in the '90s and early 2000s. One, just how slow it looks now compared to nowadays. Oh yeah. And two, the strategies. Yeah. Like it's just wild the fucking plays and shit that people would call and the things they did. Like it, it, back then, so the, the sports I, evolved I so mean, much in the last thirty I, I years. I remember, I remember being so hyped because Colts ran, ran back a kick 
Um, it like it was so hype on both ends. I was just that I was literally there rooting for both teams. I mean, you know, I was I was nine, ten years old at the time, so that was my fondest memory as a Colts fan, I would say, even though they lost. And I've I've been to games where they've won, but that one will always stick out to me just because you just I got to watch the future before I even know knew it was the future, and I also got to watch what could have been. That's a really unique answer. I figured your uh, most fond memory would be you know, Purple Rain. And uh, I mean, come on, obvious. You know, that's I, a given, we, I guess. I'm not right? Busting out a top five on the first right. episode. You know, so. I figured winning the winning it all would be up there. But that's, you know, that's I guess top three. I guess when you definitely go in person, it, yeah, I can see that because when you go in person and see something that unique and special, it definitely holds a special. Place I also in got my heart, to see but. my first fight at a stadium. That was pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, uh, Dolphins fan got the every loving shit beat out of him. It was, you know, oh, especially. okay. I thought you meant like it was a boxing match. No, 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 it was, no, no, no. It was just good old fashioned, just good I old mean, fashioned fisticuffs yeah. between. Bare, yeah, yeah, a little bare knuckle boxing, a little two piece and a biscuit yep. there, and dude was out cold. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, hoops, your big IU guy. Anything mm-hmm. stands out? Oh man, I mean, you know, I grew up thinking Bobby Knight was God. All right, L- literally. I mean, I think my earliest like visualizations of what the supreme creator would be probably looked somewhat like a man in a red sweater. So fair enough, fair enough. I, I like that. I like it actually. I'm gonna now yeah. picture. I and like I to mean, picture my baby Jesus as Bob Knight, and, and that is what it's like living in Indiana. Yes, <laughs> it's, it's yeah. not far off. I mean, this is, you know. Bobby Knight, Larry Bird. <laughs> Larry, oh, shit. That's Larry Bird. Man, Larry Bird. I, you'll, see, you'll see shrines and ironi- houses. Ironically, everyone in my family hated Larry Bird because he wasn't tough enough for Bob Knight. That's <laughs> the kind of stuff we're talking about here. <laughs> Jesus. I don't even think. I'm glad you're saying that here and not somewhere else. Right. No, I mean, right. Don't hey, talk about Larry Bird like that. Yo, hey, from, I mean, from what it was, apparently he got bullied too much by Key Smart. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, word on the street. Word I, I, on the hey, street. Hey, uh, Larry Bird's a bad man. I'm not trying to disrespect the guy. This is, uh, you know, just heard it from a friend here. But. Uh, going forward, you will refer to him as Larry Legend. <laughs> Larry Legend. <laughs> well, just, I mean, just from the disrespect you have displayed. Uh, on I'll our do you one I'll call him Mr. Legend. Mr. Mr. So, Mr. Legend. Yeah, exactly. Know, because Be hey, if Larry Bird wants to come on the show, we'll have you. Love that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, big guy, you guy, obviously, uh, and then. You know, soccer. Talk a little bit about that. What what makes you I mean, tick there, man? Just it, it was it was the sport I first fell in love with, and it was it was a niche thing for me. You know, I was never the best basketball player. I everyone in the town played baseball. I was already baseball, but you know, I I wasn't burning that house on that one either. Um, and, you know, football or anything like that. So soccer was really kind of niche for me, and I was uh, able to excel best as I could at that. So once it started getting more on TV, once the 2000s and 2010s rolled around, you know, I already had a baseline that most people might have jumped into it. You know, I'm not asking what offsides is. I'm not, you know, I'm I'm not throwing S's on it randomly like I just did there. I'm calling it offside like a proper bloke, you know, and I'll still call it soccer anyway because, you know, it's soccer. Fuck England. But, yeah, it's soccer. <laughs> We're in America. But it's speaking soccer. of England, you know, I, I'd say my biggest fandom in soccer is out of states, and it's Liverpool. Um, they're they're just such a cool club. They have a whole lot of history. You know, if uh, they're, I'm not anyone's going to be a bandwagon fan, but uh, 
if you're if you're looking at a Premier League team because either you're going to root for somebody who never has a chance, or you're going to root for somebody who has all the chances. It's really feast or famine, and in which is in what I do. International soccer, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I root for a team that has no chance. Yeah, but but to be fair, you know that uh, you're a Fulham fan, correct? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And, and I mean, I've you know best wishes on Fulham. It's fun to see them last in the top division as long as they can before they have to pay their dues for a couple of years down in the championship. But yeah, hey, they, they've always been good to the Americans. So you know, if they're cool with the Yanks, they're cool with me. And Liverpool, they're kind of uh, they're. They're just a really, especially the culture right now, they've got a really good hard work, high octane, high offense, high defensive pressure um, play that any anyone who's a fan of sport can respect. You know, they're going to try to score. They're never going to park the bus on anyone. If they, if they get a 0-0 tie that helps them, they're still pissed. You know, they're, they're a team that really wants to – play to their fans some of their best players grew up literally staring at the stadium from their bedroom window like their vice captain did just that like it's it's a really cool team but then besides that i grew up watching iu dominate i have a ball on my work desk that has the 2004 national team signed on it so my my soccer fandom like yeah. yeah, I dig it, man. I dig it. We all have kind of our, our, our niche, you know, loves um, for sure. All right, so we've we've been all cute and cuddly and, and, and soft and warm and fuzzy. Now we're going to talk about some painful things. What What's something that taunts you to this day in sports fandom? Me. Um, what haunts me still, and I'll never forget, I think we were talking about, uh, we might get into this a little bit, bit later, but the 2,000 Pacers. Uh. Um. I still remember watching them lose the final game of that series. And ironically, it was while my mom, who was, you know, she was a single mom, young mom, uh, she took me to the tanning bed and had me waiting in the waiting room while she was at the tanning bed. And I was watching the very end of the game. I had been watching it at home. And, uh, yeah, I w- your boy was crying in the waiting room of a tanning bed <laughs> in the 2000s. I feel it. I, I, <laughs> With I feel nobody that. to comfort him. I feel it was, that. It was a very low point in my fandom, I can tell yeah. you that. Besides that, I don't know, maybe Maryland beat an IU in the 2002 finals. That was pretty rough. Yeah. That was really rough. I really wanted that from Mike Davis. That's tough. But, Who, hey. out, of all of, out of all of sports, who do you hate the most? Ooh. Who do I hate the most? I think I got. I think I know the answer, but you could surprise me. I might surprise you actually because You're just asking team wise. Yeah, yeah, okay. or yeah. Uh, let's go team. Uh, let's go team and athlete. Let's go team and athlete. Okay. Um, I'd say athlete right now. Uh, it, here we go, LeBron James. No, <laughs> here <it> comes. <laughs> now um, you got like six more minutes in this segment, so I mean, <laughs> go ahead and just let all the LeBron out now if you need to. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> no. uh, he he's so corny, but <laughs> like he's one of those guys you hate to defend, but sometimes you have to. No, he's I love uh, the guy. <laughs> but um, no team. I think everyone would want to hear the obvious. Me me being such an IU homer, be Purdue. Honestly, um, not not to get too deep into it. It might it might be Michigan State, just because you know there there's a little bit of rivalry there, and they just extra suck. Like I don't know if you've ever had to deal with Michigan State fans at all. They're trash people a lot of times. Unless they listen, saying, unless they listen to this podcast. I know we're in Kokomo. So. I know Brandon Woods cool as hell. Like I'm not trying to right. like get 
get on his bad side or anything, but I, I remember I, I've been to Lansing for concerts and stuff and had bad experiences with people there. Like, and then, and then when you take, you know, the whole, uh, uh, extracurriculars that we really don't have to get into that, uh, Michigan state was tied up into like, you know, Purdue sucks, but Michigan state's like, yeah, that's probably the team I hate the most. Really? That Honestly. does surprise me. Yeah. I, fig- I figured Purdue yeah. was the landslide I, here. I, I thought Purdue was coming, because I was going to clarify it, real quick that all three gentlemen sitting at this table right now, we all hate Purdue. Yeah, so oh, if, you're a, if you're a Purdue fan um, and we talk college, you go ahead and hit the skip button a couple times until we get done talking college, because we're probably going to make fun of you at some point. But Absolutely. that's just how it is. I mean, sorry, you guys Absolutely. suck. And, and I can now officially be part of the haterism, and I'll get to me at the third part of this episode uh, with USC moving over to the Big Ten. Now I can officially hate them and feel even better about it. But uh, amen. Yeah, but <laughs> so so least favorite athlete is LeBron, or do you really have somebody oh, that you truly? Man. There's yeah. got to be somebody more than LeBron. See, this is when <laughs> I wish Ron was here because he would probably just be spitting at OJ uh, Mayo still. Honestly, man, right now, and I think it, maybe it's prisoner of the moment, but. Uh, maybe maybe to dabble a little bit in the UFC here. Colby Covington, dude. Okay. Yeah, he's he is a, he is I, a douche. I, the fact, I mean, you know, first of all, like, can we get a keep politics out of sports guy to keep this guy in check? Like, come on. Like, just shut up with all that stupid shit. Like, why, why you got to be that way? And then to, you know, like, kayfabe isn't telling a dude that his dad's in hell like that's some right that's some extra sad shit like that that's that's where i would have to be but if we want to keep it fun and light you know tom brady's always on the table so. <laughs> being a diehard colts fan i get that uh, you know i get that I, i'm not a diehard colts fan but i understand that what people hate brady because that man crushed indianapolis's soul for too many damn, times, damn near too two decades times. so used so. to hate him love him now yeah, I was I was that way. I used to not be able. I couldn't stand the dude at first, but then Did he like kiss you on the lips. No, you know when 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 he picked a random <laughs> team out of a hat and then went there and won the Super Bowl the first year. I was just like, that, that's kind of where I bent the knee. Also, yeah. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, the guy, I, I got nothing. I, I, mean, I can't say anything that sounds educated and hate the guy at this point. I mean, he's the guy like, fucking yeah, he, he fucks. It's not like you didn't have Mike Evans or anything. I, you know, but what was that team doing before Brady? You know what I mean? What's Belichick been doing without Brady? They were it, doing it's they were the doing Brady all effect. right with the most wild ass motherfucker to ever play quarterback who ate a W on camera. That's true. That's true. Jameis Winston. You know, Jameis Winston is like the Taco Bell of quarterbacks. It's so bad for you, but God, I love him. I love him. I don't ever want him to leave the league because I need some Jameis Winston antics in my life. And, man, there's plenty of Saints fans out there that they want him in the game right now. You know yeah. what I mean? For, for them actually playing pretty decent. I would but. say how much fun it was watching Brett Favre, but, you know, I'm sorry. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> I can't. I can't stand Brett Favre. Nah, I mean the guy should be in prison, right? Yeah, but I mean the guy's a deplorable. If if we're talking comps, right? Well, maybe not financial comps. I don't know what you know. Jameis Winston's never been blamed for that. That would have been Michael Michael Vick that stole millions from a welfare charity. (laughs) Back to prison, you go, buddy. (laughs) That would have been twenty twenty piece this time. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yep. That's the the three. There he'd be on strike two already. Yeah, for sure. Everybody's like, well, Favre did it for his daughter, and it's like, well, okay, disregard. You got a point there. Never mind. Yeah. Okay. It's still fucking illegal, you know. Yeah. This is a charity fund. Whatever. Millions. It's just millions. Hey, you know. In today's day and age, what is money, right? It's it's all it's all monopoly money in sports. Pretty much. Yep. Yeah.
All right, now we're going to go over here to our co-host here, Dustin Halupa. Everybody, hello, welcome. Uh, this is my partner in crime. He's the one that I sit with and brainstorm this uh, ridiculous idea of ours to think that we're any good at this and have fun with. So I'm going to throw it to him. Floor is yours, man. Tell us a little bit about yourself as far as your favorite teams, favorite sports, what makes you tick, things like that. Okay. Well, yeah, favorite sports, you know, grew up in Indiana, Kokomo. Uh, somehow flocked to Chicago on just about everything. I uh, uh, got into hockey late, uh, which is now my favorite sport. Uh, got into it in 2014, but I was already a Bears fan. I was already a Cubs fan, and uh, Indiana didn't have a team, so of course it made sense to go with the Blackhawks. Uh, was a diehard Indiana Pacers fan my entire life. I mean, it, it was my first love, basketball, and uh, just recently, for the first time, turned my back on one of my teams, being in the Pacers, and switched over to the Bulls, which uh, I've caught a lot of flack over. But uh, As I'll, you should. No, I actually appreciate it now. The more I think about it, you turned right during that Sabonis trade, and that got us Halliburton. So thank you. Thank you for your service. Yeah, yeah. You know, I may have done good for you. But, um, you know, but Sabonis still doing his thing, too. But mm -hmm. Sabonis was the last straw. I love the guy, and then they traded him. I just I never liked what Indiana was doing, which, of course, now they're doing great things. So I'm happy for you. And the Bulls went in complete reverse. Um but uh, I'm I'm just a full Chicago fan. Yep. Uh, in college, I'm a Notre Dame fan, um, which you know Notre Dame is the most popular team in Chicago, so it kind of fits with that as well. Right. And um, recently got into soccer about four or five years ago. Did a lot of research, Premier League, because we know that's the NBA of soccer. You know, the NFL, whatever you want to call Absolutely. it. Uh, did my research and decided to be a Fulham fan, which uh, shocked a lot of condolences. Yeah, uh, well, you know, it's it's a lot of Ballsy. fun, though. It's a lot of fun, though. I, I, Craven Cottage, I would love to go over there and see a Just game. pitch looks awesome. Oh, man, it's just, it, it's fun. Because then when they when they do have great stretches of doing good, you know what I mean? Because it, it, it was hard to be like, okay, I'm a Manchester United fan now. I'm a Man that. City fan. I'm, you know, and when, Nick, when, when you were getting into it, I, I remember I told you, I said Arsenal would be a good club. They haven't won in a long time, but they're still always in the running. And uh, but yeah, I chose a team to where I'll probably never taste the glory. But uh, and and I mean, and you you've gone full native, man. You're you're decked out in bull stuff right now as we speak. So I, I am Chicago. I mean, there there's backstories to it, you know, uh, some family ties and whatnot. But uh, you know, I love all sports. And you know, Nick, you've done the same thing, man. You got into hockey for me. Uh, oh, and then of course I love love NASCAR now, thanks to you. Big Kyle Larson fan. Sucks we didn't get the championship this year. But um, favorite sport, though, hockey. Got into it real late because in Indiana, nobody cares about hockey, which it's getting better. It is. It's definitely getting better. It is. I, I think this new TV deal helped a lot with ESPN Plus and the access to the sport now, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, but back then, if you saw somebody wearing a hockey jersey, you wouldn't see it again for five years. Mm -hmm. And uh, love love my the Chicago Blackhawks. And um, But, yeah, you know, I just – Chicago, everything. Let's start from the top. So, obviously, you're a fan of Dub Bears. The Bears. Dub uh, Bears. Of course. And so, mostly misery. So, I'm not going to pick you on that one too much as far as your worst moment. But do you have one that you're just like, man, take me back? 
worst memory of the Bears? Uh, you can start. I wasn't going to harp on it because I'm sure you'd have to really sit and think about it. Oh, no. I, I tell you the truth, I'm just going to go with the most recent one, uh, which was the, the double two, doink. The double doink. The double doink. Yeah. You know, because that's it, the worst. That I, one's pretty bad, dude, because you got to think that 2018, that team was hot. That defense was so good. I, I've seen defenses were that were that good and trend deal for this one. long to say something rex grossman related hey, you know <laughs> it, i wish we would have start, started kyle orton but losing to the colts was rough but, kyle orton, but i but i also i also know i knew that the colts weren't or the bears weren't going to beat peyton manning i knew it and i was able to accept that and then when we lost it was just a little bit easier that bears 2018 defense was incredible it really was and i'll give you that and um, to to lose on that double doink, and then of course every single time I tune into Sunday Night Football, Chris Collinsworth, the Bears won't even be playing, and the motherfucker will bring it up about the double doink, and I'm like, dude, will you please let it die? Oh, Just let yeah. it die, you know. And uh, that double doink hurt. I was He's at a bar with a bunch of Bears fans in Colorado when I was still oh, living no. there, and we saw that, and it just uh, it was very depleting. Uh, oh, best no. best time as a Chicago Bears fan. Oh. I don't know if there was one. Were you alive in 85? <laughs> I, I, I was not. I was born in 88, so I didn't get Rest. to see that. I, I guess just whenever we had a really sweet regular season. <laughs> right. Yeah, just whenever you're just not wanting to bury your head in the sand like an ostrich. Yeah, and, and, I've, and I've never been more depleted and more depressed as a Bears fan than I have been in recent years. And not due to Justin Fields, but because of incompetent coaching. Just all of it, yeah. And It's, it's tough, man. Been in a rut. Yeah, Ben and Rutt. Yeah. Ben and Rutt. And, and you being my best friend, I, you know, I, I I try to you know support you there emotionally, and it, it's even hard for me because I'm not even a fan of the Bears. I, there's times where I'm watching, I'm like, Jesus Christ. I, yeah, I know. I, I I always get sympathy texts from you and everything. You're just like, I'm sorry, man. You know? <laughs> like, exactly. I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I might give I might give some Bears fans shit from time to time, but my grandpa, I mean, you know, he he was a Bears fan for the longest time. The only reason he was a Colts fan, he was he was a guy if he couldn't watch him regularly, he wasn't a fan of him. You know, he he made me a Cubs fan, but he grew up in Arkansas in the '40s being a Cardinals fan because that's all they can get on radio. So right. sometimes it's just what you got around you and yeah, what, what you're what, supposed to there. So there's a whole lot of misery going uh, around uh, Chicago. Yeah. Was, yeah. Um, you know, and, uh, but I mean, rough, man. right now though, I mean, there's some, there's some bright spots with the Hawks. We got Connor Bedard. Uh, maybe they rigged the draft. Maybe they didn't either way. He's maybe. on my team and not yeah. on yours. Uh, yeah. Maybe they rigged the draft. Sure. Team is still rough with the uh, silent. Maybe. We're, we might we might need another number one pick after this yeah, year. We'll get Celebrini too. I mean, don't worry H about and it. NHL stands for Bedard. You know, yeah. This, yeah, this is Bedard's league. We all just live in it now. Uh, <laughs> now you know with the Cubs, I still feel like I'm riding the high of the 2016 championship since you know the, the last time they won one was before the Titanic went down. So yeah, and I flew out to see you the very next day, and oh, at that point, man. like I had kind of it was wild. Though. I. I wanted to be happy for you, but being in Indiana full of Cubs fans, I was just over it. Yeah. So it was kind of a delicate balance of like, hey, awesome, you did it. I want to celebrate. And also, like, Dude. could you shut the fuck up? But, you know, you, like, I, I, I was more happy for you because, like, even those really bad teams that you guys had, like, you were always, like, making posts about it, texting me about it, talking about it. But then, like, so suddenly, you know, when shit got hot and they had, you know, that those hot teams – Everybody out of the woodwork was just talking shit, yeah. and I'm just like, "Where the fuck have you guys been?" That's why. Yeah, that's why I was annoyed. Yeah, and you know, I, I get annoyed with Cubs fans in Indiana myself sometimes. You know what I mean? They they only come out when the team is going good. But uh, right now, though, 
uh, Cubs' future is bright. We got a lot of bright spots. Uh, we got a good farm system. I'm hoping that they bring Cody Bellinger back. I'm glad we missed out on Shohei Otani since I saw the price tag. Uh, the Cubs are in a good spot. The Blackhawks hopefully will get there. The Bears just need a few tweaks. They're actually still, I, I would consider them on the way more than not, but we'll see. We'll right. see how things go. Right. Uh, the Bulls, forget about it. Um, Fulham. They're 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 a mid card team. Uh, tenth isn't bad, man. Dude, tenth's really good. Tenth. And uh, yeah, and uh, and Notre Notre Dame. We'll see. Yeah. Um, now you would you'd mentioned Blackhawks. Obviously, I'm going to assume Stanley Cups were your your peak. It was. It was. Unfortunately, like I said, though, I really got into the sport. Uh, it was 2014. I, the very first game that I actually watched was Game Seven between the Kings. And the Blackhawks uh, winner goes to the Stanley Cup, and uh, King scored in overtime, high glove on Corey Crawford, and I, that game ended, and I was a little bit upset, of course, but and I remember I uh, looked over at my wife at the time, and I, I was like, I was like, I had a lot of fun watching that yeah. game. Next year, I got NHL center ice, watched every game, went to a game on New Year's, and uh, so I, you know, I only got to really experience one Stanley Cup right. as a fan, but. Even before I was a fan, though, I was like, ah, who gives a shit about hockey? But I was like, if I did like a team, it'd be the Hawks. And right. but I uh, wish wish I would have been a fan for the other two. But yeah, that was um that was that was it was great too because you know once I like realized this is my favorite sport, I knew right. I knew it right away. Then I seen him win the cup that year. Gotcha. Yeah, so it was glorious. That's oh, great. I just hockey. No, they're a fun team, man. They're a fun team to watch. Hockey is such a great sport, and I'm I'm really upset that I grew up in this state. Yes, because I never, never even thought about like, yeah, let's it, give it a shot. If you're listening to this, please do yourself a favor. Go watch some hockey. Like, just just fucking do it. Like, and see, it, it makes me so sad. Go to a game. Yes, that's what you really need to do. If you really want to actually see if you like this sport, get you some decent tickets to a NHL game. Other, other leagues are fun, but you got to go to the high action. The yeah, high the speed. speed the speed is so much different than NHL for sure. And, and tell me you didn't enjoy yourself. It's an accessibility thing. Like, I, I was such a huge fan of hockey from an early age. I don't know why, but I always was. Uh, maybe, maybe it was Mighty Ducks movies. I don't know. But I, as soon as I realized that the Hawks were a thing, I was a fan of them. But they were so bad for so long that I kind of started getting into that. I'm a fan of players thing. So mm-hmm. I was a Forsberg fan for a while. So I don't hate the the Avs as much as the average uh, Chicago fan, if that makes any sense. But, I mean, there's still a rivalry there. I definitely but, hate the Avs because I lived in Colorado for eight years. That's and, fair. And uh, I just want to get it out of the way that <laughs> any place I've been to um, – Colorado might be a hippie state with a lot of really, really chill people. When it comes to their sports, those guys are a bunch of assholes. <laughs> I, I, I was lucky enough to grow up with a with grandparents at a pond, so I just asked for like hockey stuff. So I like had skates, I had sticks. I, I I know how to stick handle. I've done that and stuff like hockey. I like hockey and soccer was my stuff because like I I was kind of a contrarian little kid, so. You know, while everyone liked baseball, basketball, football, I love those sports too, but I really enjoyed knowing about uh, hockey and soccer early on. I, I'm glad people have jumped on the bandwagon like you have, you know, because, yeah. I mean, it's there's plenty of room on it. I mean, hockey's probably the coolest sport on planet Earth. It, like, it's, it's growing. It's growing. I mean, popularity, I mean, like I said, even in Indiana, I, there's so many times. I was just at the courthouse the other day, and this – lady came up to me and said, love your sweatshirt. And I was wearing a black, you know, like I felt like I would have never 
Right. Yeah. That's definitely, know. like I said, and I think the TV deal really helped with that. Yeah. I yeah. really do. Yeah. I mean, e- ESPN getting yeah. hockey was, was great. And it was especially for how much I, I particularly hate ESPN most of the time. <laughs> right. Uh, it was definitely good for the sport. It, it, right. It's always good for the brand when you can get the mothership, as they say. Yeah. If you yeah. pick up the four letters, you're doing, you're doing yeah, good things. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we got the warm and fuzzies kind of out of the way. What are, what are some, some, some hatreds you have bubbling inside of you as far as teams, players? Oh, oh man. baby. Let loose. Hate, let it hatred, loose. Hatred. Let it teams. loose. Oh, there's so many, you know. Good. We got time. Oh man. Keep it fun. I got too serious. I hate, I hate the Green Bay Packers. And there we go. And, um, you know, it doesn't help that they have just completely owned us. I, the beginning of the season, everybody thought the Bears were going to take that game, game one, including myself. And then Luke Getzky came out with the most shit game plan and just threw up a dud. And, uh, you know, and it's just, it's, I just want to turn the tide one day and start beating these assholes. They've beaten us so much. We had such a lead on the all-time series, and they like they just – Green Bay Packers, that's definitely one. Um uh, we touched on earlier about how you hated Michigan State, but I hate Purdue. Uh, if you live in Indiana, Purdue fans, they're kind of like, uh, man, Preach. like they just, they think, they act Tell like, them. they act like they're the, I'm not an IU fan, but they act like they're the team that won five championships. They, act, oh, the, you know, like God. great regular season, great coaches and everything. And they're, you know, and they're probably going to go and get eliminated in the first round by Southeastern Pacific, Northern Western. And, um, it's, Baptist, yeah, Baptist. You know what hey, I mean. They have a three season lead, uh, lead a whole three seasons on the Big Ten titles, man. And oh, don't you man. forget it, Purdue fans. They just walk uh, around like you know their shit doesn't stink, and it's just like man, you guys haven't even won their anything. whole city. Right. You've never literally. won anything, and you know. So you know, of course, I hate Purdue. Uh, I'll tell you what, we might need more time to go through all the teams that I hate. But, you know, <laughs> I hate I hate the St. Louis Cardinals, but even as a Cubs fan, I hate the Milwaukee Brewers that uh, much more. Really, I do. I yeah, hate, he has a disdain for the, the Brewers. Birds ain't the numero uno. They're fans. It's, it comes down to the fans. I went. I, I was up in Wisconsin just recently and went up to a game up there and just that whole stadium disgusted me uh, just looking at their fans everything they're just it's Wrigley North you go in there and it'll say the what how much parking is going to cost and then it'll say if it's a Cubs game it's even more because they know that we're going to flood the place you know it's oh, that's shit. that's how serious it is with them still hate those birds up in St. Louis so but um you know I, I will say as a as a complete outsider of the NL Central um the most hospitable of the of the three I've been to have been to Reds games, Cardinals games, and Milwaukee games. The most hospital hospitable was St. Louis. They they great are actually stadium. great stadium, decent city. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, again, I have no fight. I, mean, in, I got no dog in the fight. I I, I enjoy my time every time I'm in, in St. Louis. St. Louis, the word Hoosier is a racial slur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you it's know, a little rough. I don't know what other sports we're talking. Hockey, let it rip, man. Hockey, hockey. Colorado Avalanche, man, they're so up there. I mean, normally you would think I would hate the Blues the most, but I hate I hate the Avalanche because I lived there for eight years. I was active duty in the Army, stayed there. I've been to around twenty seven Avalanche games, and uh, I I even got into a fight with a guy one time. Ah. Uh, Called me a nasty word. The guy was even smaller than me, uh, you know, and. Uh, just I, I don't know what it is. I've been to Broncos games. I've been and I just like for some reason I'm like these fans are assholes. Like all of them, they start fights. They get super drunk. I mean I can't believe you don't see more on people's cameras 
you know, on their phones about what's happening at, at Colorado games. And I just really grew to hate them. I hate the Nashville Predators. It's, it's been hard to hate them lately because they haven't been relevant. But, you know, when they were they talk such shit when they beat up on the Hawks when we were the one seed and they got to hand out flyers to them that explain the rules of the game. Fuck you guys. <laughs> hate, hate the St. Louis Blues. Um, Amen. You know, it, hockey, like I said, we could keep going on this for a while, too. Um, basketball, man, I don't even know who I hate anymore because I ain't a Pacers fan anymore, but I guess I still hate those New York Knicks from back in the day. Really, not Detroit. Come on, man. Detroit. Like, that's the I, first one on my mind. Yeah. Uh, you know, but that was that was one instance, and, you know, that was just – I, I mean, I was watching that game live. I was sitting there. I, that team probably should have won the championship that year. That was one of the best Indiana Pacers teams of all time, and we were beating up on the Pistons that game. Everything looked good, and in a matter of 15 minutes on live television, I can't believe I can't believe they didn't cut the feed, actually. <laughs> but if Jermaine O'Neal wouldn't have slipped, he probably would have been going to prison for life for killing a man. Yes. He would have murdered that guy. Amen. Yeah. I will say that to this day. I mean, the Pacers went into Detroit and not only beat them, but beat half of Detroit's population's ass. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. it was, and, and it just ruined. Jermaine O'Neal, 65 games. Ron Artest, the season. They gave Reggie Miller, I think, two games for breaking up a fight. You know what I mean? They were, yeah. just, they were handing them out like hotcakes. If they, if they wore pinstripes, they're they're taking a seat for a bit. Oh, man. Paul Tinsley about to catch a weapons charge with a dustpan. And then like. somehow they missed Anthony Johnson just absolutely wrecking this dude on the court. I never understood <laughs> that. I like like I, He was like on his knees just laying haymakers to this dude. And then I think he was one of the only players that played the very next night when we had six players players available to play <laughs> and then beat KG in the Timberwolves. That was, that was, that was weird too. Uh, but uh, yeah, you know, uh, do I hate the Pistons though overall? Come on, man. I mean, like, I don't like them cause they were in the same division, but I, I don't know if, you and know. you got Jaden Ivey starting now. Yeah, Jay, the, yeah. That's true. The, uh, the, the problem I have with hoops as far as like my, my hatred is it, te- it tends to be more player oriented than team oriented. Like, yeah. like, yeah, I have it that, really and, and, I, and I'll and I'll talk about it more when I get to 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 what kind of makes me go in sports. But it seems like with the NBA, it's it 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 was just the personalities that were playing in the in, in the given era that I'm watching that I'm just like I fucking hate those guys, you know. Yeah. Instead of just that that there's more the name of the back than the logo on the front. I I just feel like the for whole me. rooting for just a player. It just leads for less dynamic. It's more fun when you can have like developing like feelings on a lot of these star players. Like right. they can go from hated to loved and vice versa. It's like if you're just gonna cape up for one dude all the time, it just gets weird because sometimes you just gotta hate a dude. Like, like I mean, plenty of people who like LeBron now probably hated his guts at one point. And that's true because like right now, because I, I I get to a point like normally I'll hate somebody that's really great throughout their career, but then once that their career is winding down, I kind of like stop and I'm like, you know what? He was phenomenal. Yeah, I'm you like know, that. I'm with like Tom that. Brady. I hated him. I think he's the goat, and I'll stick up for that guy any day of the week. LeBron James. I know a lot of people hate him, but you know a lot of people hate him for a lot of stupid reasons too. And um, and but you know LeBron's a top three player in my mind of all time, and I'm sure we'll we'll get on the the best of all time debate and all that and whatnot. But 
you know, LeBron James is a, a freak a, freak of a specimen, and the guy had, I mean, what what's he in, his 21st year? I mean, the guy's, uh, like, closer to, like, actual, like, retirement from Social Security than most yeah. of the league, and, and still putting And still up. just absolutely dominant. So I just, I yeah, I might hate you during your prime years where I have to deal with you, you know, because I was still a Pacers fan when the Heat were beating up on the, not even beating up on the Pacers, but, you know, Crushing the souls. Crushing our hopes and dreams. But, you know, I just, once you get older and you're about to call it quits, I'm just going to respect you more than anything. Is is there even a player like that right now? Because I don't even feel like LeBron's that guy right now. He's just kind of, is there a player where you just, like, hate because they're just annoyingly good? Annoyingly? I I don't know. Right. mm, We'll get to that in a little bit. I don't know. We'll we'll get to that when I I, I talk about mine because I might have one for you. All right, last but not certainly least, uh, yours truly, Nick Flynn here. Um, Kind of the brainchild of this whole operation. Uh, We're going to kind of dive into what makes me tick now and the things that I love and enjoy. So a little backstory: I'm originally from uh, the Bay Area, Antioch, California, just east of Oakland. Uh, Grew up uh, with my mom and uh, then, you know, my dad and everything. uh, My mom was really young, but she had me anyway. Uh, so I, my grandparents are around a lot. They were the big sports fans and my grandma was all San Francisco. And my grandpa was all Oakland. I was a grandma's boy apparently. Cause I pretty much went San Francisco with everything. Uh, so the only things I really followed at the time, first and foremost, I am a huge motorsports fan. That is like my number one. Um, I'm going to have a secondary podcast during the racing season again called slide job pod. Um, it's going to be like sports gambling, but with racing. So, um, be sure to tune into that. we're going to see if any of these, uh, imbeciles that I work on this show with want to join once in a while or whatever. Um, but yeah, huge racing fan. And then I followed the 49ers primarily for most of my life. Um, and then as I got a little bit older, uh, I got into, uh, baseball second after, after football I was around 2010. Yeah. Yeah. It was 2010 because that's when the giants won the world series. I was uh, watching that playoff and was like, holy shit, this is awesome. You know, because by default, I was always kind of like, like Halupa was talking about earlier, like, hey, I'm going to be a Blackhawks fan, even if I don't follow. So then, you know, Giants were doing really well that postseason, decided to watch and was like, oh, shit, this is a blast. Why am I not watching this sport every fucking day? And, and you stayed true, though. I mean, like, even when you got into hockey, you were like San Jose Sharks. Right. You know what I mean? Just right. So you're, you're in the same boat as me. It was like. Yeah. I, I didn't do the Giants thing because, like, oh, I'm going to pick the the World Series winning team to follow. No, it's just like, all right, playoff start. Oh, cool, Giants are in it. All right, I'm going to watch it because I'm a big boy now and can afford my own TV and can watch baseball playoffs now, and and that's kind of what I went with. So, yeah, uh, it was a hell of a ride that, that decade or so. It's been uh, it's a little, been a little more back to earth, but, man, I, I do love me some Giants baseball. In fact, out of all the sticking ball sports, baseball might be my favorite. I, I really love baseball. It, it, it'd be my second. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I love baseball. Um after that, I got into uh, basketball. Uh, it's kind of interesting how I got into basketball. That's the only Indiana thing I follow. I'm a big Pacers fan. So my brothers and I, this is back when, you know, this is after the brawl and everything. This is like the, the Danny Granger era. Tickets were dirt cheap. And I was like, fuck it. Dark times, my friend. Dark uh, times, yes. And also mentioned Troy Murphy. Mike Dunleavy. Yeah, yeah, that's the, that was, those were fun times. You want to yeah. talk about leaving your Pacers fandom? That's I've I was very close to leaving my Pacers fandom. I'd all but left it. So I, I feel you, Dustin, but I never went there. So I, I walked know. into the burnt down remains of this house and was like, 
this place has got some bones. I think I can work on this. So yeah, my brothers and I we uh, we went and saw the Pacers versus the Grizzlies back in 2010, and uh, had a lot of fun. Uh, was like, man, this is really cool. I want to start watching more of this. And then I really followed it hard the uh, following year. That was the year that the Mavs won it all. And that playoff was just insane to begin with. Yeah. That was yeah. a great playoff. Like, it seemed like every game, every round was just amazing. And then I was hooked from that point on. Got into the uh, G2 zone with Paul George and George Hill. Had season tickets for that for a while with the Pacers. So, um, what, what was your gimmick during that? Though? Yeah, so I was Darth Pacer. I had a Twitter handle and everything. In fact, I kind of regret getting rid of it because it had a pretty big following. It did. Yeah, it, it really was. Did. It was. Uh, it was one of those things where I could have probably made it into something had I had the uh, foresight. But That's such a good costume. It was. Yeah, I, I literally dressed as a Darth Vader Pacer fan, and yeah. I got my jersey there still. Yeah, it's right Pacers now. colors, everything. Yeah. I was. I was. I was always kind of blown away. I was like, man, dude. He's, G2 zone. He's got this cool gimmick and everything. And you did at one point just kind of say, oh, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, just kind of retired it. Yeah. That's what happens when you have kids, man. You don't have fun anymore. That is true. Yeah. Kids started showing up, and I realized that I couldn't be going to, you know, 41 Great games. Great endorsement, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if, if you, too, don't like to have fun, have as many kids as possible. No, just kidding. Love my kids, Party. but <laughs> love my kids. But yeah, Pacers uh, is my is my only Indiana team. And then after that, I got into hockey because of Halupa. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just kept kind of hounding me on it, like, dude, you got to start watching. You got to start watching. So I watched the year that the Hawks beat the Tampa Bay Lightning. Was that 2015? 2015. 2015. Okay, so followed it. It was a great playoff. Uh, Sharks weren't in it, but I was still like, man, this is a lot of fun. Gonna follow the Sharks. And there's pictures of me like back in the 90s wearing Sharks gear. My mom was actually a huge Sharks fan. So, again, it's just one of those things I just defaulted to the team that my roots are in. And, and the then next year, baby. you almost got to taste the glory right Dude, away. Dude, that's, that's the crazy thing is like, you know, the Giants, when I was like, you know, I'm going to start watching them, they fucking win it all. And then, like, I'm like, all right, I'll watch the Sharks. They go to the fucking cup. Like, I was just like, okay, you know. And now I'm watching, you know, Arsenal, and it's like they're flirting around with, you know, taking the table. Last year they had a fucking choke job at the end, but this year we're right there at the top again. It's like. It's kind of rough because you almost feel guilty because that's the way it was when I got. Like, a lot of people told me, they're like, oh, he's bandwagon. Look how good the Hawks are. Right. And it was like, of course I'm going to go to Chicago. Right. But, yeah. Well, it's even like with the Pacers, you know. Yeah, we had those, that rough. So 2011 is when I really start following through that season. That very that following year is when we picked up David West and we went on that run. So, yeah. like it just seemed like whenever I hitched my fucking hitched you know my my flag onto that team, it's like oh shit, now we're here to play. So I was like you know hey, I might sell my loyalties here soon if people are really struggling. Well, and it worked out for you with the Giants, but uh, all the others ended up being disappointments. Yeah, yeah. My my <laughs> the best way to put it, my sports fandom minus motorsports and baseball is it's just right there but never enough. And, and I always tell people, it's like, yeah, it sucks to root for a team that's kind of middling and, like, you know, you have that one brilliant year and then you kind of suck again for a while. But when you have the teams that are, like, constantly there, constantly there, because even the Sharks, like, I got into the Sharks kind of near the backside of their dominance. They were more dominant in the, you know, mid-2000s and 2010s. But, like, seeing them go to the Cup and miss it and then go to the Western Conference Finals and miss it and the Niners don't even get me started. I mean... My God, we had a overthrown ball by Jimmy Garoppolo away from a, away from a Super Bowl win. We had a pass interference call away from a Super Bowl win that didn't get called. Uh, we had a tipped ball against the Rams in the NFC Championship a couple years ago. We had the Richard Sherman tipped interception in Seattle a couple years I've ago. Been there with you every time this has happened too. Somehow sounds like, <laughs> sounds like a excuse train. I've yeah, no, I'm just saying I've seen it's like Nick go through it yeah. so many times because of these damn Niners. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's it's pretty it's it's pretty rough. I always say that like I almost rather not like this year. I'm a fucking mess. Like I should be enjoying the Niners this year, but every week I just watch and I'm like, okay, when's it gonna happen? When, you when, Brock Purdy, you're good. No, no, MVP, baby. No, he he doesn't want to hear that. No, I'm, he doesn't want to hear that. I, I'm I, every I, should I knock on wood. Every game, I I just I I literally hold my breath. All I want from the Niners until the clock hits zero on that final game is just everyone be fucking healthy at this point. I don't care if we win. I don't care if we lose. We're in the playoffs. Just keep me fucking healthy at this point. Then we'll see what happens. Welcome to Colts fandom circa 2007-ish. I'm just, I hold my fucking breath every game this year. I, every time Christian McCaffrey, and he's a running back, so obviously he's going to, every time he gets tackled, I'm just like, oh my God, is he okay? He's okay. He's okay. We're okay. Like, I, every, I, I get it though. I mean, like, what? I've been right there with you with watching the Niners and everything that's happened to them. And, you know, this year seems like it's like, man, it's got to be. It's just got to be. And um, but really, I, uh, if I was in if I was in your boat, because I know you're just itching. You want to see that championship. And it's yeah, it's got to be this year, brother. Yeah, it's it's driving me insane. It literally is. But you are right, though. They just they got to stay healthy. Yeah, that's my biggest thing. So, like, right now until the playoffs start, that's literally like we could get curb stomp Monday against the Ravens. Don't care. As long as we're healthy. Don't care. Just keep me healthy right now. We'll figure it out in the playoffs. What's the window on that? Like, what contract-wise? Uh, I think Purdy's still on his rookie deal. Hell, he's Mr. Relevant well, last year. It was a three- or four-year deal. So, I mean, we got time. But the problem is is people are still going to get, want to get paid. And how many more miles can you put How many more miles can you put on some of these guys? I mean, Kittle's been around a while. Uh, Debo's been around a while. Ayuk's going to want paid. CMC is going to have some major mileage on them. And I think a few guys are due right after this year, too. That's so. what I'm saying. Like, that defense isn't nothing, and that's a lot of guys that yeah. we can't, you know, yeah. get into right now that are going to want better than the average. Right. And so. and it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, we'll probably not re-sign Chase Young, which Chase Young has been a great compliment for, yeah. for Bosa. But he's going to want more money than what he's probably worth. But he's, he's balling out because he's got Bosa on the other side helping out. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, this is the year we got to do it. I mean, and I don't have any doubts in in our in our uh, GM uh, John Lynch uh, at this point. I mean, yeah, we've had some swing and misses in the draft, but his his trades and free agency moves have been and for what genius. You, for what you gave up for Chase. I mean, like that's just a good rental. Yeah, you know, to yeah. secure the deal. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, him and uh, uh, the the Broncos one was even worse. With uh, God, I'm drawing a blank on his name now, but. Uh, we, 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 we've had some really good trades and so that's what keeps me hopeful even past this year. But yeah, we, we got to quit fucking around. I think, I think if you guys are just sitting pretty near the end of the year, I wouldn't even play Christian McCaffrey like the last two games. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I didn't want them to play much this past game because the Cardinals are fucking atrocious and they typically play us tough anyway. So it's one of those things where it's like, okay, they won, whatever. We usually cough one up to those guys anyways, get them all rested. Let's go into Monday night with that little bit of extra rest and and see what we got against the Ravens and have a true test there. But we whooped their asses anyways. Now we go into Monday night. We'll see what happens. You know, at this point, though, I think you got to secure it, though, because with the Cowboys and Eagles losing, you'd much rather have those games leading up to the Super Bowl in San Francisco. Right. Yeah, that's the big thing now. Like, I, I was a big proponent of <laughs> let's get into the door, you know, and, and let's just keep pushing. And now, like – with you know, and I don't care where we see, but with Dallas and the Eagles doing the biggest solid the Niners could ever have, now we gotta now we gotta go for it. Yep. 
Got to go for it. Couldn't agree more. So, yeah, happiest moment in my sports life would easily be 2011. Dustin was here for this one. It was when Tony Stewart won the championship. I told you I'm a big mm-hmm. racing fan. But for those, and, and I'll, I'll keep racing talk kind of low on this podcast and on the national feed and stuff, only because I know a lot of people aren't huge racing fans. We'll probably cover it a lot during Daytona, you know, Indy, stuff like that. If you don't like it, tough shit. Um, but to put it in perspective of that season, so Tony Stewart dominated with Joe Gibbs racing. He was, you know, coach Joe Gibbs from the, the red, the command skins or whatever you want to call them now. Huh. Yeah. So he, commies, uh, baby. the commies. So coach Joe Gibbs owned a race team. Tony Stewart won two championships with him. Uh, wanted to be a part of the organization long-term. Joe was like, no, you know, I got my son. This We already have a succession plan. Sorry, buddy. So Stewart got with Rick Hendrick and was like, hey, let me lease your motors. I want to build my own team and made one of the smartest business decisions I've ever seen. He literally went to a race team and was like, if you give me 51% of your race team, you can have my name. So he walked up and inherited a race team just by giving the name on the on on the door. So got, got into that. Uh, instant success. I mean, it was pretty wild. In 2009, he won a few races. 2010, won a few more. And then 2011, he was actually having a really bad year and uh, was ready to fire his crew chief. And, like, they interviewed him just before the playoffs. And he's like, well, honestly, we're in the way right now. Like, I feel bad being in the playoffs. I don't deserve it. Fast forward to the playoffs. He won five out of ten races, uh, tied with the second-place guy in points. And in that final race, had to go into the back of the field twice to get up to the front and win that race and win the championship. That was like the biggest I'm him moment I've ever seen in my life. And he even called a shot like on the radio. Like he tells crew, hey, you know, we fucked up. We're in the back of the field again. Don't worry about it. Got it. I'm going to pass all these motherfuckers again. <laughs> and did it twice. So, yeah, that was just that uh, a little bit of uh, happy tears came out that day. That was really cool. So, yeah, that's uh, that's my most fondest sports memory of all time. But, you know, there's other ones out there. Um, Sharks making it to the cup. Actually, the Sharks... Um, taking down Vegas in that game seven with the uh, the the, the That's major a fond memory for me. Yeah, when 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 Joe went down and and uh, everything kind of went to shit and they they melted the fuck down on that major. That was that that still gets me hard to this day thinking Dude, about that. Does anyone respect a Vegas Knights <laughs> fandom? You know, I respect how good that team is. Um, yeah. The fandom, though, I mean, you know, but that can happen with anybody who's never had a hockey team. I mean, team. The, those expansion, they also show out. Those expansion drafts are a little ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you also got to do it right. Vegas did it perfectly. The sure. Kraken, even though they've been, well, they're not so competitive this year, but the Kraken made a lot of questionable decisions when they were doing theirs. Yeah, they did have a tough expansion draft compared to Vegas. Vegas is really smart. I will give them that. I can't stand their fans. I can't stand Vegas. It's my number one least uh, liked team in hockey. I, I can't. I loathe Vegas. And, uh, you truly do. I do. I have such a hatred for them, and I wish nothing but the worst. Wrong. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's, that's, that is one of my that, – that's one of the things about this podcast, though. You got one guy who uh, – prefers soccer one guy that prefers racing and one guy that prefers hockey and they'll probably be the sports that we talk the least about yeah yeah for sure because because everybody's gonna want to talk hoops and 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 football and baseball baseball which i love i love those all the same anyway which we all do yeah Yeah. so Uh, it won't be a problem you know and favorite niners memories god Uh, i mean there's a ton you know obviously make it into those super bowls i remember just being as a kid and steve young running the town you know that was really cool back in the day that was like Manning mania out here. I remember my grandmother wanted to leave my grandfather for Steve Young. Like, 
You know, like that was just that was a cool ass time, man. That was a vibe for sure. I mean, Steve Young fucks. <laughs> he, he does. He does. That he does. He is a handsome man. Uh Mormon though, I think. So No, no, no. That's Alex Smith. Sorry. Yeah, Alex sorry. Smith is the Mormon. Alex Smith is a Mormon? He was BYU, yes, he was BYU wasn't he? No, Utah. He came out of Utah. Uh, well, you know, you know, Utah. Well, I'm not going to think that with college players, like just because he played there, right. he's Mormon too. You know right. what I mean? No, I don't think Alex Smith is Mormon, but he did go to Utah, so you never know. I mean, wasn't what's his name, Manti Teo, whatever? He was a Mormon going to Notre Dame. Like, really, I didn't know he was a Mormon. Yeah. Uh, does Notre Dame know that? No. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, if anybody's uh, a high up is listening to this podcast, they're gonna be like, "Wait a minute! Wait a minute!" Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Don't bring up Manti Teo. <laughs> no. Yeah, we'll have some unwritten uh, rules. Yeah. That might be one well, of them. Watch, watch, watch the Netflix documentary or shut the hell up. Oh, right. Man. <laughs> so, Poor guy. yeah, big Bay Area guy. Now things get a little weird on the college side. I know, and I feel icky still in a way. Uh, if you're a Bay Area fan, you hate everything Los Angeles. But I didn't get into yes. college sports until I was out here in Indiana, and the Notre Dame USC rivalry was at a fever pitch with Reggie Bush. I thought Reggie Bush was one of the greatest fucking players I ever watched, and it made me fall in love with USC. So now I'm a USC fan. USC hoops, USC football. It, again, I I hate it that LA is enjoying their success, but I, I love watching those teams play. Well, you know, uh, one thing, if I could just touch on that, um, as a Notre Dame fan, of course, I hate USC. Yeah, and I, hate uh, I think, Dame, I, think so. I forgot to bring that up in my bit. Yeah. But um, Reggie Bush was the greatest show that I ever seen in college football in my life. Uh, and then maybe Joe Burrow after that, because that senior year was something special. But my question is, you were also an IU fan, but – I don't hear you talk about him too much anymore. Yeah, so and I, I know where, I know where you're angling at here, fucker, and it's not going to go the way you think. So I switched over because, like you, you were an IU fan and an Notre Dame football fan. You're like, you know, what? I don't want to be that guy anymore. This is this is migrated yep. on over here. And here's the thing about this: IU was even more successful than USC hoops. Mm-hmm. So I was taking the L. I was like, hey, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not going to be this douchebag that likes one school and another school. I'm going all USC because the football program will always reign supreme in my uh, fandom. You quietly did it though. Yeah, I was very I was, quiet. Yeah, I wasn't like a big asshole about it, but you know, like I switched over a couple years ago. Uh, especially this past year was really fun with Boogie Ellis, and we made it to I think the second round. I can't remember. I just know making it to the tournament's exciting for us. So that that's kind of my threshold of a successful year as a USC fan. I know you're thinking it's because Bronny showed up. That is not why. No, it's okay. It's okay because I was in the same boat. Because like you know, like you said, I I realized I was like, even though I had people convincing me, hey, don't. Uh, why why do you like IU and Notre Dame together? Like that's that's stupid. And like these were people that covered the whole United States on all the teams that they loved. Right. But I had to sit there and think about it. And I was like, you know, and they're kind of right. And then I just I thought, which one means more to me, IU hoops or Notre Dame football? And it was just easy. Yeah. yeah. So now I'm a Notre Dame college basketball fan, and uh, you'll never hear me talk about it. Yeah, for for all the IU fans, just know I'm giving the most judgmental gazes. Right, it's okay. Now, it's okay. Well, it's a little harder for me. Like he can still kind of respect IU and everything, and and I do too. Don't get me wrong. IU is what got me into college. Hoops. I don't hate them. I'll tell you that. I don't loathe them. I don't. I don't dislike them either. But but with them moving into the Big Ten now, obviously we're gonna have that rivalry. It's no just, one wants to be friend zoned. What's this about now? Right. So <laughs> so there's gonna be that Big Ten rivalry with USC and, uh, and IU, but. Breakups are never fun. They're never fun. They're never fun. But it does feel good now that I have a legit reason to hate Purdue. So, you know, instead of me just saying, you know, fuck them, just to, you know, say fuck them because of, I'm not going to rehash what Lupa said, but I agree on all fronts. It's like, it's like the Arizona Cardinals fans coming at us and being like, they're the baddest motherfuckers in the NFL. And we're like, what? 
Like you, you know, you've made it to one Super Bowl. Like, what are you talking about? Shut the fuck up. Like, what are you doing? And that's my uh, biggest thing. It's like, dude, Purdue fans, God love them, and they've had some fun teams and shit. But like, w- they always, you know, go up against fucking Sacred Heart and lose in the round of thirty-two, I, and then. I mean, I guess at a certain point, you just got to be pro wrestling about it. I mean, the way it the way it is in Indiana is if you're not a Purdue fan, fuck them. Kind of like with the Cowboys. If you're not a Cowboys fan, you hate them. And honestly, the said the same can be said for Notre Dame. Think about every person that's not a Notre Dame fan. They say fuck those guys. That's very true. That's very true. There's a lot of people like I listen to a lot of college uh, football podcasts, and if they're not a Notre Dame fan, they typically don't like Notre Dame. They do, and you know I, I can understand it at times because you know if Notre Dame has a weak schedule but they won out, guess what? They're going to be in that final four you know what i mean right. and because i think i think just even the committee and everybody they want if they want to see notre dame win a championship it's been so long and you know what i'll take that bias my my segment's running a little long so i'm gonna go rapid fire real quick on some things uh arsenal soccer fan do love them they're fun to watch jesus he's the best all oh, gabriel jesus uh quakes fan as far as mls i gotta support american soccer so i do watch mls it's kind of a tough watch at times don't get me wrong but mls quakes they kind of suck, but I do watch them. Uh, can't stand the Knights. Already talked about that. Vegas Golden Knights. The Dodgers. Uh, Purdue. Notre Dame. Sorry. And uh, the Seahawks. <laughs> Cowboys. Knicks. Those are all people I just fucking are teams I just fucking despise. I don't like Giannis and Tintacumpo at all. I think the guy's a douchebag on the court. Off the court. Seems like a quirky, silly guy. I can kind of follow him off the court. On the court. Drives me nuts. The way he just mows really? down people. He's just. Ah, oh, there's just something about him. I just want to punch him in his fucking face. Wow. I know he will wear me like a fucking condom if I did that, but I don't like the guy. I guess. I, You know, I mean, rivalry aside because he's in the same division, that like, I never had that much of a hate I, I, on him. I don't like Giannis. I, I can't wow. stand him. Uh, there, there's so many. We'll we'll get more into this. He does get in his feelings easy. I'll give you that. Yeah. he's, he's Well, little... when the uh, assistant coach takes your um, franchise record well, uh, I'm not going to blame the guy. But then uh, the thing is, they had the ball. They he, took the ball for a player that scored his I, first point. No, no, no. The, the Bucks ended up getting the ball. He didn't they, know that. They did. Yeah. No, no, no. The Bucks had the ball to start with. The Bucks had the ball to start with. The pay, From what I understand, the Pacers were fucking with him the whole time. Yeah. The Bucks had the ball. And Giannis thought we had it and there, flipped the fuck video out. Footage I never saw of, that part. Yeah. yeah, there's video footage of that ball like it bangs off on just a throw up into the game. The buzzer goes off. Uh, someone rebounds it. You see this dude in green and white, Some and he comes over. Bobby Damned. Yeah, I'm going to blame that from me being on the road 24 No, that's fine. Yeah, you're a trucker. Uh, I work construction. We so, barely so have time So the funny for thing is, is that, you know, they just mess with Giannis, and he didn't even know. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure players on the court were screwing with him. Well, okay. Well, in that case, <laughs> in that case, he didn't know. Right. Yeah. Right. He, so yeah. It, it but to his point, he gets way too in his feelings. I'll gi- I'll give you that. Anytime he gets like hit really hard, he'll yeah. He'll be a and just to my original point, just fuck Giannis.